0: Uh, hello. You're the new groomer? Uh, It's been a long time since I've been the new anything. What's happened to Randy? He must be at the dog park. (laughs) Yes, he does that a lot, doesn't he? I'm Tep Tim. I live nearby, down the road. Oh. Randy lets me use his piano if he's not around. He always lets me use it. I come here all the time to use it. Randy likes me a lot. Randy lets me in his house. Randy always lets me in his house. He's not here, is he? Oh, well, I can honestly say I... Haven't seen him yet, but come on in. Are you related to Randy? Well, in a sense... Oh, you're not the one with the Fantastic Tep podcast, are you? Gee, news sure travels fast, doesn't it? I'm Ted. Pleased to meet you. You're the one that sings, right? Well, right or wrong, I sing either way. And I am a necromancer level nine. Oh, well, uh, I sing too. Oh, good. Uh, what type of singing? Mostly, a uh, contemporary stuff really popular stuff uh i want to meet steve i sang that one space dad i did that one although i kind of disowned that one uh, oh i did a ska version of wonderful tonight that was actually quite good do you like that kind of music oh well i think it's marvelous some of it's really fine but have you ever listened to any of the older fellows john lemon ACDCs? Oh yeah, sure. I like uh, Doobie Brothers, Steely Dan, Santana, Dan Morrison, Rolling Stones, Peter Frampton, Gatto Barbieri. (laughs) Hmm. You go back that far, huh? Yeah, I'm not as young as I look. None of us are these days with Woke. Yeah, with Woke. In fact... I've got a teenage son, and he, he really gets excited around the Christmas holiday. He loves to put a big present under the tree that he knows I'll be very excited about, and he'll put my name on it, and then when I open it, it's just uh, that picture he took of me on the toilet. What a cheeky little Do you go in on any of the traditional things in the Tep Tim household? christmas time oh yeah most of them really um presents for my wife's boyfriend watching him decorate the tree uh hanging tinsel seeing how long i can get marvin to drink the eggnog before he realizes it's spoiled using my pc what i was just seeing if you were paying attention uh if i ever did that you are authorized to slit my throat (laughs) Seal team six. Headshot. <laughs> Actually, um, my family does most of the things that other families do. We uh, sing the same songs. I even uh, have a go at White Christmas. Do you, eh? And uh, oh, and this one. This is my favorite. Do you know this one? Oh, I do indeed. It's a lovely theme. Come, they told me, shout to fun. A new short king to see, shout out Bronson. And Ted is filming them. Pum 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 pum, pum pum pum, pum pum pum. Come be told me, Earth. shout out stuff. it be? And Randy's king gone, to see, just you Brunson. and me. See the day of glory And see the watching
1: on when dads of
0: goodwill Are allowed
1: in the best mind Peace on earth Shadows far Every dad must be made Every dog must be made to care Care enough for his fellow dad And let us into
0: the Best part I come pray my wish me. will come
1: true a,
0: a new iPad to see shall and MacBook too. I'll see the blue and yellow, I'll see the day when dads of goodwill are
1: allowed in the best by peace on earth, shine it be.
0: Shout out Stefan! It's a pretty thing, isn't it? Hey, look, Randy left a sandwich in the fridge. Shall we start the show? Let's start the show.
1: Ho ho ho, everybody! Welcome to the current TEP Talk!
0: Put to Christmas, put a Your number one source for Christmas news, information, and gossip, A.K.A. the Naughty and Nice List. <laughs> Oh, I'm excited to gather around the hearth to sprinkle chestnuts on my iPhone and get ready for you to present our Tepper a Christmas Spectacular. That's right, folks. I, I'm sorry. I find the Santa voice really It's hard to do. I'm when you, running out of air. I'm absolutely suffocating here. Yeah. And also the thing is, it opens a bit of a door, you know. I'm a bit of a method actor, I suppose. Like, you start talking like that, and it, a lot of stuff just comes with it. Well, I'll say this, uh, Tip Tim, power of red. Radio, I think you can take the pillow out of your shirt, that might help. Well, I saw the pillow on Randy's couch and I just thought it looked so smooth. I had to know, how does it feel against one's skin? How does it feel against a father's skin? And uh, breaking news, folks, it feels great. And also, um, big shout out to Randy Ramirez for letting us use his house for this Christmas special. Side note, Randy, we're in your house. Coming to you live from Randy's house. It's the TEP Talk Christmas Special with your hosts, Tep, Tim, and... Oh, ho, ho, it's me, Santa Claus! It's I'm Santa Claus. Tep, Tim, now careful, don't hit that D-nog too hard too quickly. We've got a whole show ahead of us. God. Good D-nog, gotta say. That's right, folks. We are coming to you live from Randy's beautiful new condo that he shares with Donna, although they are out of town visiting her whole family out of town. And you're here with your hosts, Tep Tim and Tep Ted Steiner, level nine Chris-momancer. And uh, you better believe I'll be checking that naughty list and hexing you all. Who knows, Ted? Perhaps a few other friends might stop by on this Christmas evening. Well, Tep Tim, it is Christmas, and anything can happen on Christmas. But first, Tep Tim... Tim has been prepping something very special for the show. I have seen him with his head down, tippy-tappy, typing away on his iPad all day, and I cannot wait to read the script. Well, our listeners will know that past Christmases we've put in a lot of effort and time into high production value Christmas specials, including A Tep, Miss Carol, It's a Wonderful Tep, and How the Pooch Stole Black Friday. And uh, I'm sure everyone's thinking, what are they going to do this year? I'm certainly. Thinking that, Tep Tim. We thought about doing another Christmas episode that would be a tribute to a sort of classic Christmas movies of old. We were going to do Dad, actually, but the problem with that movie is it, I can't follow it. It's very confusing. And Ted, you wanted to do D Hard, but we couldn't agree on who would be Dad McClain. And so I decided that I would just write our own, brand new, original Christmas story. And I can't wait to read what you wrote. Ho, 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 and we'll be getting to that soon. But I think, first of all, Ted, Ted, uh, the listeners want to know, could you let them into your special festive holiday recipe for Christmas (laughs) D-Nog? I see you sipping greedily on it. Give me a sip of it. Also, Ted, give me a sip. Ted, Give me a sip of it. It's mine. Okay, okay. Here's the first Christmas tip for you listeners out there. If Dad is drinking D-Nog. Don't get too close. Let's get into it. The Recipino coming at you right now live on Tep Talk Christmas pod for you all. I'm going to give away the top ten secret inside the secret ingredient of what you need for Christmas denog this Christmas season. And the first five callers will get a free shipment of D-Nog to their house. Ingredient one. Nutmeg. Now, a normal drink would have maybe a pinch of nutmeg, but if you're making D-Nog, it's going to take a little more than that to cover up the flavor of nickels. Mm, Step two, nickels. Step three, cinnamon stick straw. That's right. Now, we've all seen a delightful Christmas cocoa with a cinnamon stick sticking out, but that's nothing compared to what you need for D-Nog. How many sticks do you have in that cup? Like seven? Seven. Then you're going to need milk, Four eggs, a cup and a half of d gently warmed, and a spoonful of NyQuil. That's just to keep you ho-ho-ho grounded so you don't have a a potentially heart issue. And now here's the real kicker, and I'm so excited we get to talk about this. A little sip of Code Red on top just for that extra hint of flavor. And then what you're going to want to do is get a packet of Cheetos, sit on it repeatedly, Open it up and dust the rim like a margarita. And, of course, the missing ingredient is that it's got to be handmade by Santa and his elves. Shout out, Bronson and Stefan. Yeah, I do know. I actually, a disclaimer, I don't know what they put in it, in that shed. Some of it is just you assume. Like, it does taste like nickels. I don't know if they put nickels in or not. Do you think that Santa, like, goes down to the GD Amazon-style elf warehouse and says, oh, what's that toy? What's that toy? What are you doing with that? Oh, you, you probably need more glue there. Oh, how, how, how many toys are you getting? No, he's not going to go down and check everything. Everything and likewise, do I know what happens in the dejuice shed? I have an inkling, but do I see it? No, like Santa, I turn a blind eye. Well, because, like, Santa's a businessman, Ted. Santa's an entrepreneur, and he rises and he gets ground, and he has a success mindset. And I think part of that, part of being a businessman, shout out, this is a little ho-ho-ho business (laughs) corner, is delegation. The big D. If Santa has a dolly that the kids are loving that year, he doesn't go back to the elves and say, what did you put in that dolly? He just says, hey, whatever you're doing, it's great. Do more. You know, Santa's got a lot of S on his plate. He's dealing with red-nosed freak employees. That's right. Shout out Rudolph. And you know, Ted, before we get to our big Christmas special, I just have to say, Rudolph is a dad. There never were a truer thing spoken in on this pod, Tim, that Rudolph is a dad. I mean, you know, Bronson and Stefan and Randy and Marvin, Gareth and Thomas, and of course, Harry Son. Eh? But do you recall the most divorced dad of all? Bum, 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 bum. Rudolph the Red-Nosed-Tep Dad. Had a very shiny nose Because he never washed it And when he held it to an iPad, it glows All of the other family members Used to laugh and call him names Like Loser Like Failure, like uh, Disappointment Like POS S Sucker Um, D Repository And they never let poor Rudolph Join in any family games, like dinner. Like being on the family health care plan. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Steve came to say. In a dream, Rudolph with your nose so bright, won't you go to Randy's house tonight? That's where the police found him, climbing it down the chimney. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Tep Dads You'll go down in his
1: store.
0: The local newspaper Local man tries to break into man's house again <laughs> 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 This D-Nog's really getting me in the mood, Tep, Tim Oh, pass me that D-Nog, would you mind?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, wait for <laughs> Don't Get away from it, give it to me Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me
0: Ah, uh, jokes on you, Tep Ted. You spilled a little on the carpet. So strong that even just a little bit just feels amazing. And you're listening to the Tep Talk, a spectacular. Oh ho ho, crap, crep, trim, Tim, Tom, Ted. God, this a juice. Yeah, it's okay. Take a minute. Uh. Suck on a chestnut. Uh. Uh, here's a good Christmas tip for you. <laughs> One of the wonderful things about Christmas D Nog is that the highs are higher and the lows are lower. <laughs> You'll be feeling a bit like Frosty the Snowman when that D Juice low hits you and you just feel cold, 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 cold. Speaking of, it might surprise you to hear that Frosty the Snowman is another dad. Uh, 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 okay, I'm coming back up. Are uh, we talking Frosty the S-Man? Frosty the S-Man, I mean, first of all, ultimate dad bod. Absolute dad bod, like a beautiful rounded pyramid. I think if the pharaohs had seen Frosty the S-Man, they would have slapped themselves on the face with a bit of sand, gotten in their eyes I and mean, been like, what did we do? The aliens told us wrong. We needed to bulbify." this. Shout out Bulbasaur. And shout out Frosty the S-Man. That's great, Ted. And the best thing of all is that it makes sense. Frosty the Snowman. I like to think of Frosty the Snowman as being a dad in denial. And it's only with the arrival of a magic fedora does he come to life and embrace his dadhood. Before that, he was sort of innocuous. And then of course the fedora goes on and comes to life, so to speak. And, And that's when he causes a stir, for good or bad. Well, and then, like a dad, when they take away Frosty's fedora, he just goes completely motionless, which is something a lot of us have tried when our wives say, take off that stupid effing fedora you're not wearing that fedora in the photo. You know, we've all been in that situation where we just pretend like we're frozen. And then when they put the fedora back on... You come back to life, yeah. Yeah, back to life, back to reality. And uh, like a dad, Frosty also runs afoul of the local traffic cop. Shout out our situation. That traffic cop hates us. Oh, yeah, he does. Officer McGuiniger is not a fan of ours, obviously. I've tried to say to him a few times, it's an imaginary TEPsla. It follows the same road rules as everyone else. But because it's just... Tim and I standing next to each other and moving in tandem like we're sitting on an invisible sea it should be applicable that we follow all the same road rules albeit a little slower than anyone else but we're just as welcome on the road. I honestly think we got off the wrong foot with Officer Gwinniger because of the whole uh, Danny Marcos dumpster situation. Well, and then there's also, obviously, Mr. Arnaldo called him for the grapes. Really? Mr. Arnaldo, you called the cops for... Grapes. Because two dads who just wanted to taste a grape? Yeah. Yeah, so Officer Gwinniger gave this big Frosty treatment, and basically the same way the traffic cop in Frosty tries to take his... um, I don't remember what he does. Does he try to kill Frosty? Yeah, I think he tries to impale him with a sort of trident. Yeah, so uh, shout out, Officer Gwinniger... Uh, Happy holidays. I hope you have a change of heart. I hope you get visited by the ghost of Scrooge and he takes you to H. Well, it's Christmas time, Tep Tim, so anything can happen. Yes. And I got to say, I'm so excited to get to the main event tonight. Your script for our Tep Talk. Pageant! I cannot wait uh, to see what you have <laughs> yes. spent all this time writing. Oh, I've been working on it so hard. i so curious. I, if anything, I've worked too hard on this script, and we're going to get to that in just a second, but um, really quick, a word from our sponsors for this Tep Talk Holiday Spectacular. <laughs> Let's not forget those who support us this year. The Tep Talk Christmas Cavalcade is brought to you by the good folks at Big Boy Coffee. You think you're too good for Big Boy Coffee? You think you are better than them? Well you're not. And you gotta go there or else They'll come to you. Yeah. I mean Carlton wanted me to be even more explicit than that. I'm I'm yep. softening it. But basically no one's going to Big Boy Coffee anymore and it's unacceptable. Big boy coffee. These colors don't run. And if you run They'll kill you. Their words. Yeah, and you know actually speaking of big boy coffee, you know, Corey always likes to post A CAD, all cops are dads. And that's really not fair. No, some of them are mummies. If anything, cops are kind of sons. (laughs) Yeah, there's a big sun energy amongst the police force, TBH. Love to bully you. Society has a perplexing way of just stopping whenever they say or do anything. Your wife loves them more than you. And thank you to our sponsors, Big Boy Coffee, for supporting Tep Talk Pod this year. (gasps) Oh, 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 thank you, Big Boy Coffee, for donating this really, really, really strong coffee we're drinking. Yeah, it's been great for me. I cannot wait to drink more. Tep Tim this Christmas time we have to pause. We have to stop and think about Mm. not just how fortunate you and I have been this year it's also important to think of those who aren't in our position
1: Mm.
0: those who are not blessed in the same way that we are. Ted I'm so glad you said that. There are a lot of people out there who are hurting this Christmas season. I'm of course referring to Elon Musk Ted, Tim, I want to take you on a little Christmas journey. Please, Ted, go ahead. It's a beautiful Christmas morning in sunny California. And who do we see tiptoeing and trundling their way down the big stairs excitedly to the tree? but a beautiful square Elon. Elon tiptoes down the stairs, making sure not to wake anyone, even though no one else is in the house because all of his wives have left him. (laughs) He's a dad. He creeps down the hallway, and as he approaches the Christmas tree, he says, the only sad thing about being the billionaire genius inventor is no Christmas presents for me because Who could possibly give me anything that I don't have? That's my Elon voice. That's great, Ted! It's getting better and better! Thank you. But as he prepares himself for another year of disappointment... (gasps) What's that under the tree? Uh, There, under the tree, unexpectedly, is one single gift. (gasps) What could it possibly be, he thinks to himself? Elon scampers over, bending down to his beautiful knees, Underneath the lights of the tree, he gets close to the present. What's there? A note. It says, from Tep Tim and Tep Ted. <gasps> a tear glistens at the edge of Elon's big, moist eye. My baby dates. Elon's square fingers grab at the wrapping paper, which is a hand-drawn pictures of Siri all over it. The paper, he says to himself, noting the precision with which Ciri's gorgeous, naked, blue body has been drawn. In many different poses and positions. Yeah, and that's not rude. No, it's no no, from, no. Halo. That's from halo. And he gets the reference and he appreciates it. Yep. Ah oh, as the handmade Siri wrapping paper falls like a ball gown from a mistress. The present underneath is revealed he pulls back the wrapping to reveal a plain brown box what could it ever be he says and he picks it up and gently using his giant hands which if he wanted to could crush the box without a second thought he gingerly shakes the box it must be some kind of talking doll he thinks to himself he shakes it again a little harder this time. (laughs) Finally, Elon can't contain his excitement any longer. Using his bulging biceps and strong trapezoidal muscles, he rips open the box only to reveal... (gasps) Elon
1: gasps.
0: (laughs) My baby dads have done it this year. I need no other presents for the rest of my life. For there, in front of him, was a Christmas miracle.
1: It's Tim and Ted.
0: Yet they are one foot high miniature versions of themselves in swaddled baby clothing. (gasps) They breathe in.
1: Elon. 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 It's us. It's us. Tep-Ted and Dep-Tim from the Tep-Talk
0: podcast shush my baby dads elon puts a finger to tep ted's mouth and it's so big it basically covers his whole face and he says you don't need to tell me what podcasts you make Obviously, I listen to it all the time, secretly. If anyone found out I listened to it, they'd kill me because of Woke. But I do listen all the time. And I've wanted nothing more than to leave my home and come to you and live with you in your house. But unfortunately, my bodyguards think it's not safe.
1: Well, they're not wrong there, Elon. (coughs) Sorry.
0: Elon removes his finger from Ted's face. (laughs)
1: Elon, thank you for almost suffocating me. Now that I've caught my breath back, I have to tell you, we've been waiting for three years. To <laughs> hear you say oh. that.
0: Elon says, I'm so sorry. Shh. And I, this time, I lift my tiny finger up to Elon's mouth. <laughs> it's quite a sight. It's so small that it just sort of goes in his, his mouth like a toothpick. Yeah, and I think also we've shrunk a little bit further at this point. Yeah
1: shh elon you don't have to say anything in fact all you have to do is look down at the bottom of the box and take out this little carry case
0: elon reaches into the bottom of the box and it's a little bit of a mess in there because tim and ted were
1: in the box for quite a while it's a daddy pocket display case where tep tim and I are going to live from now on whenever you need us.
0: Elon chuckles and runs his fingers through his lush hair. Real long, thick, natural hair. Yeah. And says, oh, you don't need to do that, dip, Tim and Ted, because as a genius, I've got an unshrinking ray. I'll simply make you normal size again. No. no! No, no! No, no! Tim and Ted shake their heads as they shrink smaller and smaller.
1: It's fine, Elon. It's it, <laughs>
0: Suddenly, they've shrunk even out of sight.
1: And just let
0: And they shrink smaller and smaller until they're the size of a who. Shout out Horton hears a. Oh no, Elon says, my baby dead, where have you gone? But they've shrunk down so, so small, small, he can no longer see or hear them. They're like dust particles. At a certain point, they simply absorb into his skin. And so I'm very excited to announce that in year 2024, Tep Talk Pod is going to be giving you a very cool Christmas present in the form of our new segment, Inside Elon. Yes, very exciting. And thank you for that little odyssey, Ted. What a wonderful Christmas treat that was. Well, Tep Tim, when no one in your life deems you important enough to set aside the time and money to procure a present, It's always nice to remember that you can have presents aplenty with the power of your mind. That's exactly right, Ted. Although, uh, you're one to talk, Ted, because as I understand it, now that you've got your dad back and a brand new stepbrother, you must be swimming in gifts. (laughs) Guilty, guilty. This year, Santa has been bountiful to me, Tep Tim. I am now the proud owner of a 910 Don 64. Wait, 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 wait. Gerald got you an N64? Kyle got me an N64,
1: and I got him an N64! Oh! Gift of the Magi! Gift of the Magi!
0: Yes! Wait, hold on, wait, wait, wait. You and Kyle and Gerald have already exchanged gifts? We have
1: pre-Christmas gifts. Christmas gifts.
0: Wait, you get gifts leading up to Christmas and then also gifts? At- yeah, so it's like uh, 12 days of Xmas, sort of a gift a day sort of a situation. Wait, really? So wait, what else have you gotten? Oh, I got a bike. Um, I got a DJI drone. I got one of those yo-yos that smells, you know, from that moose company. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a car cleaning set. I got an Amazon Alexa sort of home security system i got a wow. uh, statue of grogu uh, i got one of those gum ball dispenser things that you you don't have to put a quarter in so they can just be in the corner room gum anytime what? you want that's pretty good what um let's see what else they get uh i got some more trains for the sexual train set uh, that was a very kind gift although wrong scale so i have to send them back and then we have to get a new scale it's, it's o scale it's different it's quite large so yeah, that's been me so far. But the N64, oh my gosh, how did he oh, read my wow. mind? how many controllers? <laughs> how many controllers did you get? How many controllers did you get? Just one. He said he doesn't want to play with me, so he got me an extra one so we can have our own.
1: Wait, I can come and play Nintendo 64 at your house? Well, I've
0: only got one controller for my N64, and he's only got one controller for his. Right, so we take one off of one of them and put it on the other one, then we can play together. Right, so here's the issue. I got Kyle, for the eighth day of Christmas, one of those label-making guns where you can like type out a word and then it creates a sticker that you can just put on something. And so he's been writing Property of Kyle on, on like most things. And so Kyle, very kindly, and I really appreciate this boundary because I'm learning about boundaries, he put a little sticker on all the things he doesn't want me to touch. Property of Kyle, property of Kyle, property of Kyle. Uh, he said that's just for us. It's gonna help our, our relationship, and I respect that. I really do. I really, I appreciate the boundary because then I know I don't need to cross over it. So yeah, right, his right, right. controller has property of Kyle on it, so that's on the no touchy zone. So I can't actually take that out of his and 60. Right, I see. Wait, uh, did you give Kyle my card? My Christmas card? Yeah, I gave it to him. Yep, 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 yep. What did he think? You know, he went into the other room, so I didn't get to see his reaction. Dang it. Oh, I was so nervous that I went the wrong way, because I was just like, you know, with Christmas cards, it's always hard. Like, do you do sincere? Do you do, like, funny? Or do you do kind of raunchy? Tim, I gotta tell you, I snuck a peek at your Christmas card to Kyle. I actually did see it because it was outside his window, outside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Later that day I found it out there. So I actually read it and i got to say, Amazing card. Okay, thank you. Because I kind of tried to do it all. You did everything I sort of, in the one card. I loved it. I didn't want to do too serious because I didn't want him to think I didn't have a sense of humor. I didn't want to do only jokey because it is also a really important time of year. And I consider Kyle like a really good friend. But then I also wanted it to be sexy but not like disrespectful to the Christ child. And so did you think it was kind of like good with the, the way I kind of did like the bikini model and she's holding the baby Jesus and it says on this time of year, I know what I'm grateful for and the baby was looking at the swimsuit model with kind of big, like, oh, guys. And then it also said, like, seasons, greetings, and, um, and then it had Bible verse. Honestly, Tim, the way you put that nativity scene together in drawing form, in kyle's card was gorgeous i love the batman i love the joker i i was thinking kyle's really clever and funny so like he would love the joker but then it's like well if you have the joker in the nativity scene with the swimsuit model that's kind of random so i put batman in there so it made a little more sense well i also just love what you said having him say why so serious noel yep 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 now uh, here's the thing i was actually kind of nervous about you seeing did you mind that i put siri in there Kind of as like the angel. Tim. I'm not as good at the proportion. Listen. I am a hundred percent flattered. Okay, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> it's beautiful. That card's on my wall. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, if it was outside of his window, you could give it back to Kyle. But honestly, if it's up on your mm, wall, that's I just, just I couldn't do it. I couldn't give it back to him. Obviously, it would flown out of his window for some reason. So I just was like, well, he doesn't know it's gone, so I'm going to put it on my wall. And I crossed out Kyle's name and wrote Ted. So thank you very much. Ted, you're absolutely welcome. And thank you for inviting me to come over to play Nintendo 64. I can't wait. Should I come? I mean, I don't know if I can come tonight or... um. Yeah, tonight might be tricky. But um, soon, really soon. Let's do that for sure. Wait, oh Ted! One last question though, Ted. So uh, it's not even Christmas time yet. You've already got all those gifts. Inquiring dads want to know: What could you possibly get from Gerald to top what you've gotten so far? I mean, well, um, Gerald, um, uh, Gerald got me a, a pretty good present. Yeah, you know what your Christmas present is? Yeah, it's kind of hard to hide because it's pretty big. So I know what's coming to me this Christmas because oh, it got delivered. Gerald, Gerald, that yeah. sucks that he ruined the surprise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it sucks a bit. Kind of a rookie move there, Gerald. <laughs> I can tell you haven't been a dad for long. Mm. Shout out abandonment. Well, <laughs> what, is it, what, do you, what do you think it's going to be, Ted? I mean, like, probably not better than, like, I don't know, like an iPad. It has an iPad in it. An iPad box? Um, no, the iPad's sort of mounted to the, um, to the dashboard. A boat with an iPad? Um... No, it's, uh, yeah, he got me a, uh, he got me, uh, it's no biggie, just, this, um, got me the Cybertruck, um. Uh. Um Yeah. Uh, a little it came early so it was sort of really <laughs> a surprise. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um I think the oxygen in Randy's house there must be a carbon monoxide yeah, leak uh, in the house here, Ted, because so, um wait, 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 sorry. Your dad got you your dad got you Cybertruck. Yeah, for Christmas and he said um, uh he wanted to really show me that he uh sees and hears me and the things I like and need in my life and he's sorry that he wasn't there for the last 20 years. So, um, to make up, he wanted to give me something that uh, I, he knew I would really love and expect. So, that's cool. Um, but yeah, it's just a Cybertruck. Oh, yeah. It's so great. Ted, I'm so sorry. Can you excuse me for two seconds? I got to run to the bathroom really fast. Sure, sure. One sec. One sec. I
1: just got to pop. One sec. One sec. One
0: sec. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I
1: go,
0: ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I'm back. Sorry that. When you gotta go, you gotta go. Somebody must've been Randy. Ripped the sink off of Randy's wall. Uh, wow, Ted, that's great. I'm so <laughs>
1: excited. You got a Cybertruck. Yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> that's so cool. cool. It's. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Can I be honest with you? Definitely be honest. <laughs> Your dad has got my G, my goat, a little bit here because uh,
1: I, uh,
0: Gerald, why didn't you consult with me? I was going to get you the (laughs) Cybertruck as a gift. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, God, that's so thoughtful of you. Really? Well, now I can't because your dad got you one. Oh, God, what a mess up. Oh, man. God. I know. You could get a second one. No, no. I, I He ruined it. He ruined it, unfortunately. I mean, I'm glad you have one. The one I was going to get you was going to be one, like, limited edition black one, gold-plated. Oh, damn it. Oh, Gerald! Oh, sorry. It's not. I'm so happy you got a Cybertruck, Ted. I honestly just am like, I'm so glad I didn't. I was just about to buy one. Right, like, right, after yeah. After we recorded, I was going to go online. and it was. I have one in my cart. I was going to purchase it. Oh, damn um, it. Oh, I feel like such a nunce. Gerald i guess ruined it with this he did ruin it unfortunately but that's hey ted you know what though i can forgive him i can forgive that's him very here's the big thing of about you because this is the thing about christmas is christmas is the time to tell the truth and it's also time for forgiveness we yep. talked about this last week way long ago back in bethlehem your dad he's a bit of a grinch i'm sure, not gonna sure, yeah. lie you know but like the grinch i'm gonna forgive him like the who's down in Who, w-ville i forgive him because I think at the end of the day, it's like, hey, kill him with kindness, you know? Because eventually, you know, maybe his heart will get too big and then it'll pop. It just speaks volumes about you that you're so magnanimous about this. And yep. that you were about to hit purchase on my own second Cybertruck in your checkout. <laughs> Knowing that is as valuable to me as a second Black and gold-plated Cybertruck. Well, thank you, Ted. And hey, it's the thought that counts. And so really, I think I did buy you the Cybertruck. And um, it's the least I could do. I really appreciate that you and Gerald bought me a Cybertruck this year. Yeah, we did. We really did. And mine was just even better. You know, Ted, it sounds like Gerald and Kyle really do Christmas right. And you know where they, else they do Christmas right? Where? The magical school of hog dads.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: the great dining hall was full of little wizard fathers clamouring and chomping and chewing on their Christmas feast. Above the great dining hall floated Samsung smart bulbs changing colour from red to green, from red to green, from red to green, and the ghosts flew through the air. Steve, Craig Linguini, and Alan Turing. And above the hog dad's table, at the staff table, was a very bold, baby-faced, huge man with a beaming grin looking down at his two favorite students. Gangrid grinned massively as his giant fist grabbed a handful of Cheetos and Doritos and shoved them into his gaping maw.
1: Oh, look down there. Those are my two favorite student baby dads, Tep Tim and Tep Daddy Potter. Collectively known as Daddy Potter
0: because, as a reminder, Daddy Potter is two dads, but they share one pair of glasses. Well, they share one scar, too. Yeah. Uh, if you put their heads together, the lightning bolt goes right across the two of them. All around the dining hall, all of Daddy Potter's friends were gathered. At one table sat the one black student, the one Chinese student, the one Indian student, and the Irish student. At another table, Ron Weasel was surrounded by his many, many siblings that his parents had because they're poor. The bushy eyebrow know-it-all, On. Looked scoffingly at them.
1: Oh, Ron, do you
0: have to eat with such a disgusting look on your face? What? said Ron Weasel. And he shoved more Christmas puddings and pies into his poor mouth. That's it, said his other brother pattingly on his back. It was Ed Sheeran. Yeah, shout out Ed Sheeran. Excited to get him for this Christmas special. Very cool to have that cameo. Yep. Daddy, Hemron said. Asking Lee, Who are you planning to ask to the Christmas ball? If you're going to ask Elizabeth Holmes, she's very popular and you better get a move on. Elizabeth Holmes, Daddy said. The daddies almost choked on their ham, collectively. that Their mouths were on either side of. Their
1: head, oh. yeah.
0: I, I, err, uh, I, am, err, err. Glowing reddingly, the two daddies snuck a peek over at Elizabeth Holmes further down the table and she shyly looked away. Ha, oh, said Hemryoin, it's as clear as day, written on your two faces. What are you talking about, said a cruel and evil voice over their shoulder and they turned around to see drag dog Malfoy, nicknamed Randy, stood over them with his two stupid friends, Horace and Aaron. I heard you talking, Daddy Potter! You think you can invite Elizabeth Holmes to the big dance tonight? Well, not if she goes with me first! None of your business, Randog! The entire dining hall fell hushed as all the students watched. Daddy Potter stood to his feet, his hand on his wand. Up at the head table, the teachers murmured, "'Aren't you going to do anything, Professor Dumbledad?' But Dumbledad's milky eyes were glazed over, and his half-moon spectacles fell into his mushy soup. Professor McGurnicle sprang to her brusque feet and said,
1: "'No dueling in
0: the Great Hole!' "'You're not worth my time anyway, Daddy Potter!' The best revenge I could get on you will be watching you get no Christmas presents this year because you're poor and your disgusting fat family doesn't even like you. Just then, the windows blew open in the great hall and a storm of owls blew in through the
1: windows, each carrying a delicately wrapped
0: parcel. plumbingly downingly, all the presents descended in front of the waiting daddies.
1: Oh, the
0: joy as wrapping paper flew into the air and the presents were revealed first owl dropped a series of packages on the weasel table and it was a red-headed frenzy as all of the siblings rushed to open, only to see the same old gifts they got every year. A series of seriously pov gifts like knitted Y-fronts and a single mouse trap and some dirt in a satchel. It was a pathetic display of used cheap gifts. Aww, not more of this crap from Mum said Ron, his mouth full of one single grape that he stole from Ed Sheeran's package. I'm so sorry, said Hemruin. Here, have some of my presents. Oh, not muggle candy. <coughs> 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 the whole room started vomiting. Meanwhile, a beautiful alabaster owl landed on Randog's shoulder and presented to him a beautifully wrapped present. Randog smirked at Horace and said, "Hmm, I wonder what dear Dad got me this time. It was a 14K OLED monitor display. Curved monitor. Not another one, Dad. Oh well. Seamus got a brand new pint glass, which he immediately smashed into his mate's head. Dean got a flag from his local football team. All around the room, the children were opening their presents and gleefully shoveling treats into their mouths. All except Daddy Potter. Ha ha, said Randog. Guess you're not getting anything for your Christmas present, Potters. You're pathetic. Your family are dead. My dad helped kill them. Like dogs, they slaughtered them, Daddy Potter! Shush up now, Malfog. There, there, said Hemroyoiny. Daddy Potter managed to say, I'll be fine. I'll just go to the bathroom and visit Pervy Myrtle. All of a sudden, every eye in the dining hall looked up as the sound of beating wings beat off down through the air. Could it be? One final owl. And yes, lo, it was the Daddy Potter's very own owl. Darbwig, the owl.
1: Hoo hoo!
0: What a beautiful owl! Ooh, all the students watched as the owl flew overhead and they couldn't help but notice the shapely rump. Descendingly, the owl alighted in front of the two daddy potters with a gift clutched in its essy claws. Randolph scowled and smirkingly said, Hmm, what could possibly be in there? The two daddies looked at each other. Well, Daddy Potter won. Are you ready to open our present? Let's do it, Daddy Potter 2. All together now, and they put their hands on top of each other and ripped the paper aside. Gingerly, they grabbed the sides of the box and gave it an ever-so-delicate shake. (gasps) They shook it more vigorously this time.
1: Ah,
0: They were starting to get the picture, but they kept shaking.
1: Ah oh 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 oh, oh, oh.
0: <laughs> you boys down there stop shaking that box shouted Professor Gargonagle.
1: Oi, you boys open that present now already I wanna see what's inside
0: said Gangren. as he sloshed another tankard of ale into his big drunk mouth. Oi Potter said Drangdog. Dog. Open the box Open the box already I wanna see the coal that someone put in your box Go on, Harry, Daddy! Harry, go on, open it already, said Hemrioin.
1: Oh, yeah, Open Hi, the box! the box! What's in the box? What's
0: A cacophony of voices, yelling, What's in the box? What's in the
1: box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Until a
0: clear, crisp voice ran out through the room. Ahem.
1: <gasps>
0: all eyes shot to the front where Dumbledad had stood up. I must remind the students that in front of the Daddy Potters is a gift they have received from a special friend. Oh, we know that, obviously! Potters, would you do us the courtesy of opening that box? The Daddy Potters looked at each other, somehow, and openingly placed their hands on the lid of the box and opened it. (gasps) Shrunkingly, downingly, the little square, block-headed, real-haired head of a baby, tiny Elon emerged like a phoenix from the box. (gasps) Hemroin placed her hand on the Daddy Potter's shoulders, making Ron ever so jealous. Daddy, is that a real Elon 3000? So what, said Randog, you've got an Elon Musk figurine, we've all got those. I'm no figurine, said the little man. That's right, it's actually me, real Elon. I've shrunk myself down to the size of one foot to return the guft that these two baby deads gave to me. The Guffdar family, thus Christmas time. There are orphans no more, cause I'm the tiny dad. At the head table, Professor Snake glowered, Hagrid beamed, Professor Gargonagal crossed her hands sternly, and Professor Dumbledad nodded knowingly. And Professor Quirrell put her sausage in the back of his head. Hemorrhoid her leash, crossed her arms. Wait a minute, they can't just shrink a man down and turn him into a doll. There's ethics, there's principles. Shut up, Hermloin, said Professor McMongrel. Five
1: points from Gryffindor for being a pain in the A.
0: I second that, said the tiny Elon. They did not shrunk me down. I shrunk myself. Besides, said Professor Dumbledad, it doesn't matter... Next time on Daddy Potter, Marvin makes out with a Dementor. Wow, Ted, you know, Daddy Potter sure does know how to do Christmas. I could just imagine being in that beautiful Christmassy dining hall with the floating candles. Almost nice as being here with you in Randy's house. And by the way, how did Randy get that hole in his wall? (laughs) Tip Tim, I'm so glad you asked. And it is a Christmas miracle, because sometimes holes in dry walls just appear. Yes, there's a crack in everything, and that's how the dad gets in. (laughs) Now Tim, I am full of Christmas cheer this year, and I've been talking about me... I've been talking about Gerald. I've been talking about my new Cybertruck. You know, we've yeah, been talking uh, Daddy yeah. Potter. That's one I got you due. yeah. Tim, what about you, my friend? Oh, little old me. What's going to be <laughs> under your tree this year at Casa del Padre's communal Christmas tree? Well, Ted, it's nice of you to think of me. Something we've heard many times in our life as fathers is that the greatest gift of all is to give a gift and not to receive. Mm-hmm. And that is... A lie. BS. Yep, not true. So Darby and Marvin um, were d- wanted to do, like, a Secret Santa thing. Oh, yeah. But I said I wouldn't get anything from Marvin. Okay. And Darby said he didn't want anything from me. Okay. Sir. So we got into a bit of deadlock there. I mean, I'm hoping they still get me an iPad, both of them together. Either chip in on one big one, or each buy me an iPad mini that I could strap together and make a big one. Yep. But I have been getting a little more in the Christmas spirit, you know, uh, because... We all know that Santa has many helpful minions who ring their GD bells outside of the local shopping establishments, yes. including uh, that guy Chuck. Remember Gareth's friend, Chuck? Yeah, I remember Chuck. Smells like fish, yeah. Yes, yeah, stinky, stinky guy. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Well, um, Chuck, interestingly, I was driving around the other day, and I noticed that Chuck has somehow landed himself the gig as the uh, Christmas bell-ringing Santa man outside of the Petco. So, obviously, that was super interesting to me. I was just, you know, scoping the Petco because, ho, 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 one thing that we're going to do in 2024 is to bring down fire and fury upon the Petco parking lot and retake our kingdom. It's a good D. And by D, I mean disguise, isn't it, to be S. And by S, I mean Santa. It is. Here's the thing about Chuck, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outside of the Santa costume unforgettable like you see him a mile away and you avoid him looks really bad but you put that santa suit on him and he just looks like a santa instantly yeah so anyway i was thinking gosh wouldn't it be amazing like just strategically if someone say could be the santa outside the petco and you know, bring christmas cheer to the, all the pos shoppers and stuff but also like what a vantage point to keep an eye on mike and nate and so chuck got sick somehow. What a coincidence. Yeah, it was so weird. I saw him, I brought him some Christmas cookies I made Yeah, and he seemed fine and then the next day he was just wrecked. Are you telling me there's a gap in the Santa market (sighs) in front of the Petco and there's a tip Tim-sized hole that needs to be filled by a professional S-man. Shout out, Stefan. Yes, indeed. You are officially talking to the brand new Santa Claus <laughs> of the Petco. Oh, Tim, oh, this oh, is oh. this is good news. Yeah, so my gift to myself is, I don't know, infinite knowledge and learning everything I need to know about what's going on in the parking lot and, and watching every one of Mike and Nate's moves. You can and see they don't even everything. know I'm there because I'm just ring, ring, ringing the bell. Ring, a ring, a ring, a ring the bell. And meanwhile, they're going about the their business and they don't know that they have a snake in their midst Ugh. what is happening wow well, uh, you've got to well, tell me how is it looking over there in the p lot we cannot put on petesla fest 2024 without retaking the pig lot and I know you and I were gonna go as a sort of series of dirty peasants. Beggars, yeah, we tried. But the problem with the beggars is that Mike and Nate have actually, they have a pretty like functional society going in the Pico parking lot. Like it's, it's pretty equitable and there aren't a lot of sort of Aladdin style beggars around. So uh, we actually stuck out like sorties. And then there was also the fact that I decided to wear my inflatable A, mm. and that you were also wearing your Necromancer's robes, yeah, because um, you were doing spells the whole time. I was, yeah. And then when we saw Mike and Nate, I also started screaming at them and saying traitors, and, you know, kind of blew the cover a little quickly. Right, right, right. Well, so anyway, the bigger costume was a bust. So now you're under C as S-Clause. Tell me, what is happening in the P-Lot? Okay, well... One thing that Thomas had correct is that they have built quite the barricade. There are two points of entrance. One is directly in front of the Petco entrance where I'm standing as Santa, and the other is at the uh, southwest entrance to the parking lot. Okay, yeah, down by the dumpsters. And they have a pretty strict in-out system going. Okay, cool. So there's checkpoints. Exactly. There are checkpoints. I mean, well, look here. Big picture, it's H, Ted. It's horrible. Mike and Nate are tyrants, obviously. Obviously. I mean, like, look, their society is functional, but at what cost? And, And here's the best thing, Ted. I am able to M the D's, milk the dads, for information so when the dads come in to use the toilet in the Petco, I can say Ho, ho, ho! And a Merry Christmas to you! Say, what are the weak points in the power structure of this parking lot, do you suppose? Mm, Good one. Any uh, good answers? Well, most of them are just kind of in a hurry to use the bathroom. Is Big Boy Coffee giving out free samples? Yeah, Big Boy Coffee has posted up. Yeah, exactly. I think Pee-Pee Shooter let him in. Oh, by the way, Pee-Pee Shooter has really done the place up for christmas oh cool yeah he's actually doing i think he's doing the whole nativity show no awesome except you know his version yeah of course the blanket church version yeah power wolves everywhere some deadlifting. yeah seal team six has to come and bust mary and joseph out of like osama bin laden's cave cool 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 also wait have you met pp shooter's new helper youth pastor Uh, pastor kieran yeah 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 i've only seen photos of pastor kieran I mean, is it true? Is he really that wide in the arms? He's really wide in the arms. He's super cool. I mean, the kids love him. I mean, they don't, but the dads love him and like to think that their kids would love him. Yeah. He's 55, but he dresses like he's about 20. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, and he and Pee-Pee like to do kind of tumbling together. They kind of do tumbling Uh, stuff for yeah for God. Yeah, I love that. We are getting a little distracted, though, Tim. Sorry. So basically, look, I'm playing the long game. I'm just getting established. I'm building up some trust. I think I'm starting to get a little bit of information. For instance, you know, one weakness is that they have everyone using the Petco bathroom. And I know that Ben, who runs the Petco, isn't super happy about that, for obvious reasons. No, yeah, that's got to be hell in there. So one point of weakness is the bathroom situation. Another, Ted, is, uh, I actually witnessed something the other day. Mike and Nate were sort of doing the rounds. What, getting their tithe? Yeah, they were just going around Tesla to Tesla and, and hearing the fathers, you know, I'll give them that, you know, they do sort of address the father's concerns, but I noticed a little bit of an acrimony between the two of them because they got to one car and this one dad had smashed his Tesla window because he was trying to prove that you couldn't smash it. And Mike said, you know, you either need to get this Tesla cleaned up or get it out of here. Mm. And Nate said, well, isn't it the Christmas season, Mike? He's got nowhere to go. And there was a real moment between them. A weakness. But the point is, I'm sticking it out. I'm gonna get more info, and uh, my gift to myself is, I'm Santa now. I'm Santa. Yeah, cool. Uh, This is great, Tim. And I'm expecting from my family as a gift, uh, nothing. Nothing at all. Mm. Well, Corey does send me money. Thanks, Corey. It is nice. I don't need it, but it's nice. I do appreciate it. And, um, I mean, Grace and Seth, no way. I mean, Seth doesn't really have any money, because he bought them that van. Oh, Grace and Seth are getting into van life. Oh, cool. They got the hashtags, you know, hashtag Grace and Seth, do it on the road. <laughs> if they need to know anything about how to live in small spaces, a car, you and I have a lot of advice for them. Well, this is the thing, you know, I see all these Instagram van life accounts and they're like, hey folks, check out our van, we're just living on the road, it's easy and I'm like, when you posted those videos of yourself living in the pond in the Prius, nobody wanted to watch that, it constantly got flagged as being offensive and gross and... Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about van life, you know, it's, uh, it's a... Popularity contest? Ah, it's a popularity contest. People will take one look at a beautiful influencer in Southern California and are sleeping in San Diego and driving to Santa Cruz in their like $70,000 van. And they'll think, wow, look at them. They're saving so much money. What a life. What a life. Ha ha ha. Something really similar. Me in a Prius in a trash pond drinking pond water same type of water as san diego i'm sure and doing the same little tour like hey folks here's my back seat this is where Eggman lives i try to keep him away but sometimes the hexes just don't hold yeah click here for my top 10 do's and don'ts of pond life hashtag pond life hey it's hack thursday so here's a little van hack for y'all if you make in the pond make sure to keep the windows rolled up or else It'll float right in. Get a paddle and paddle it back. Yeah, I mean, look, it's not surprising that this world is built on hypocrisy and that you and I must wait in these waters. Not at all. We're we're used to this. Now, I have had a wonderful show with you so far. We have gone over presents. We've gone over Daddy Potter. We've sung songs. We've done carols. We did a beautiful (laughs) little parody at the top of the show. I cannot wait for the crescendo. I need the wonderful literature of Christmas script you have twisted into a Tep Talk (laughs) featurette for us to go out on. I'm so excited to hear it. I know that everyone at home is just saying, oh, I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't wait. What did Tep Tim write this year for Christmas? Well, shout out Bronson and Stefan. Sometimes you think you can't wait a second longer, but it'll feel so much better if you just stick it out a little longer. (laughs) The thing is, Tim, I've had a lot of DNOG and I'm gonna pay my pace. Well, Ted, we're going to get there, but first of all, Daddy Potter isn't the only exotic location celebrating Christmas this year. In fact, there's another Christmas special burning up the charts in Zagreb. That would be the Two Men in the House of Shame Christmas Special. <laughs> That's right. They've rebooted the entire franchise. Half the cast are out of prison with the new government in power, and they're back on the air, and bigger and better than ever. And Ted, I know that you and I both got advanced screamers from our good friends, shout out Oleg and Tibor. And uh, they also included a festive Christmas note saying our contract was ongoing and if we didn't talk about it on the show they would break our legs ho 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 an ongoing promotional contract is one you should be careful of this Christmas season We are bound to Oleg and Tibor to recap the Two Men in the House of Shame Christmas special for you all this year. So we have to do that before we get to Tim's big Christmas script that I can't wait to read. Yes. So the Two Men in the House of Shame Christmas special, gosh, Ted, I mean, you and I watched it. Obviously, I love it. Five out of five for me. Definitely. It's six out of six for me. Ooh, baby. (laughs) I think they're back steamier than ever. I think they're back stronger than ever. More potent. Double concentrate. Shout out to paste. You only need a little. It's back with a vengeance. I think the time the actors spent in jail has really influenced the tone. Well, I think like a lot of shows that are coming back, you know, they're back, but also they're fresh. You know, they're they're right off the bat. You know, they start off the Christmas special by basically saying, hey, it's Two Men in the House of Shame, loosely translated. You know it, but you don't know it. And I think the first thing that kind of tells you you're in unfamiliar territory is when the old woman with the wooden spoon, she's kind of the first thing you see. And she sort of bursts like a spider egg sack. And there are lots of little women. And that's sort of where it it sort of starts off. It sort of reimagines the entire Two Men in the House of Shame MCU universe except now populated by tiny babushka-like women who are sort of puppeteering everyone to their whims. And these women have whims, let me and tell you. And each of them, basically each of the little women with the little spoons, there's 100 200, maybe 300 of them. And I think the idea is that she has birthed forth uh, you know, an, an army of smaller individuals who each of them is a sort of a god to their own universe. Yeah, totally, totally. It's about multiplicity and and possibility. I read that into it, you know. One of the things I love that they do with this, Ted, is, you know, because each of these little women is a god unto her own world, you know, you sort of see that each of them has their own character, too. Some of them are kinder, some of them are crueler, and then you it sort of speaks to the fact that if you ever feel like life can be incredibly unkind and cruel, well, there's a reason for that in this telling, you know. You might have just gotten one of the darker entities ruling your universe but there are other universes out there run by there's one with very rosy cheeks it's very happy so you know it sort of answers the question of why can life be so unkind for some and so kind for others yeah and all your favorites are there yeah the the crying woman is back they've added a new character oh yes oh i love this one piotr the russian trader yeah he doesn't last long no i mean he's sort of on there for a little bit and then the two men of the house of shame fame shout out, shout out they're <laughs> back uh, with sticks they and they're, yeah. they're bludgeoning everyone in all the different worlds. I think the plot is the wooden spoon woman unleashes a multiverse yes. on the show. And the two men of the House of Shame need to um, whack all the different universes until they crumple back into one. I think, yeah. Is that what you got? Again, it is not, it's not in the language that I speak. And... I tried to put on the subtitle track, but the subtitle track is just like... I think it's just a Wikipedia. It was like a Wikipedia page of, like, Home Alone. Okay, right. Just sort of reading at the bottom. So, yes, I, I think that's right, Ted, although Santa's involved, too. I think that that man in the brown suit was supposed to be Santa. Oh, involved. sort of... Uh, With the beard? Right, yeah, sort of like a an evil, bad Santa. I, I guess. I honestly don't know. Because they go to the snow world at one point, and they, they kind of ride him, and they kind of whip him and ride around on him. I thought it was great. Yeah, so good. It's a little confusing what happens. There are some elves who get kind of sucked into a hole at one point, and then, like, there's a doll that gets taken apart a couple times. But, look, at the end of the day, it's a Christmas episode, and so it does end with the family coming together. The two men, the brown-suited Santa, they gather up all the little old women, and they cook them in a pot. Yeah, it's lovely, that final pie scene where everyone sort of munches down on them. And the screaming. Yeah, and orders restored. Yeah. And the Russian trader gets his. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. he really does. He really does. It <laughs> does go well for him. But that's kind of charming, I think. Um, So, Oleg and Tibor, if you're listening... We loved it. We loved it. Thank you so much. Yes, Fala, But, Tim.
1: Hey, is it cold in here, Ted? Let's turn up
0: Randy's heat. We're already sitting at 78. Let's bump it up to okay, 83. Okay. It's Christmas, it after is, all. Yeah, it is chilly outside, bit. <laughs> and thank you, Randy, again, for letting us into your house. I hope you're having fun wherever I'm you sure are. And you won't even uh, know we're yeah, here. Yeah, but, Tim. We're, yeah, you won't even know we're here. I know. And the carpet was stained when we got here. Uh, yeah, and, and also, Tim, it, I think it's time to give the audience what they've been waiting for our Christmas spectacular <laughs> scene. I know you've written it. I can't wait to read it yes, with you. Yes, do know that. Yeah. So, well then, um in a moment. Yes, but first of all, how about some Christmas carols? I really can't stay, but Randy, it's cold outside. Tim. Uh, yes. You know, I we talk about Christmas being the time of the truth. Truth truth telling yes, our uh-huh, Christmas. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. I have a little question to ask you. Did you write the Christmas Spectacular script that we're going to read at the end of the show. I did. Um, I did. Cool. Um, I have it on this piece of paper, and uh, the title is "How Steve Saved Christmas." Ah <gasps> oh, yes, Tim. I cannot wait. This is so good. Awesome. So that's the title. So then, then what happens? Well, um, I'm not going to put this in the podcast, but I, I didn't. I didn't write the rest of it. I didn't, uh, I just couldn't, I didn't have time. I was ringing the bell. And What are we going to give the audience for their present? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, here's my present early. Tim, I forgive you. Let's okay. Thank pivot, you. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Okay. Okay, um, okay. Let's just make it up. We'll wing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone knows this podcast is so scripted. How can they tell? Yeah, right, right, right. How could they tell if we're making it up on the totally. spot? They can't. Totally. So, okay. So yep, let's perfect. just yeah. make right. it up on the spot for once perfect. without a script uh-huh. and improvise. Easy. You and I are great storytellers. We can do this. We can do um, this. Okay. Okay. Ready? Okay. Ready? I'm gonna so cut all this. Cut I'm gonna all that cut all this. And, and then cut back that. in here. Okay. Three, two, two, one. One. No. Okay. Okay. Uh, yes. It's called How Steve Saved Christmas, and wow. it goes a little something, little something like, like this. this. Once upon a time, Steve Jobs saved Christmas. And this is how it happened. Christmas came early that year. Mm, good, 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 Ted, good, good, good. Oh, said the kids. It's earlier than we thought, and uh, so far no prezzies under the tree. Who will get us prezzies this Christmas? Cause mum and mum, mummy and d are are gone. Oh no! Hold on! Back up! Back up! Back up! Back up! Okay. Um. Once upon a time, there was an orphanage full of little pos children. Oh, this is good. Uh, Groveling, Lee. They looked for a present under a tree, but no present was there on Christmas. I'm sorry, children," said the man who ran the orphanage. There won't be any presents this year because we're out of money. Oh, I was, cried and whinged the P.O.S. orphans. Oh, no presents for us this year, said the baby little orphan. Oh, God, that voice is so good. Can you do more of that? Yeah, starting turning over, starting turning over. It was a sad morning in December at the orphanage, as all the orphans gathered around the door of the orphan master who ran the orphanage.
1: Where are our presents? I'm sure shall we call our please can you? I'll give me a present, my yeah. birthday.
0: The Orphan Master looked at them sadly and said, I'm sorry, orphans. There shan't be any presents this year.
1: You see, Steve Jobs is dead. And, oh, a cry went up. (laughs) You see, for all the orphans, only wanted Apple products for Christmas. They wanted
0: iPads, MacBooks, MacBook Pro, pencils on the sides of tablets, MacBook Air, certified Apple Watch charger, iPad Mini. They had been asking all year, only to find out that Steve Jobs was D. I'm sorry, orphans, said the orphan master. There shan't be a Christmas this year. The children did weep, except for one plucky little orphan who said,
1: But, orphan master, if Steve Jobs is D. I
0: love that voice.
1: Then he must be in heaven, right? Oh, God, that's so good. The orphan
0: master looked at them consideringly. Well, I suppose that's right, he said.
1: And if one of us went to heaven, then. Maybe we could bring him back.
0: Well, uh, that logic does seem to fit. Any volunteers? All of the orphans looked at the little matchstick girl who was deeing anyway. We could put a note on her forehead.
1: (coughs) I don't mind. If I could help bring Christmas back for all the elbow orphans, it will make it all worthwhile.
0: Yeah, this is really good, Tim. It's really tasteful, too. All right, said the orphan master. And they put a note on her head that said, to Steve, from the orphans, please come back. Like with a W? Yeah. Then sure enough, within several seconds, she was gone. Yes.
1: There she goes. I hope she has an okay time getting to heaven.
0: But just then, hark. A small sound was growing on the horizon, getting louder and louder, and the orphans bent their ears to hear the strains of a note. Oh no, it was a whole song. It was the Kings of Leon. And there, striding across the horizon on a bridge made of gold, holding hands with a little matchstick girl, long hair flowing, And a big sack of products on his back strode Steve Jobs in beautiful short shorts and a tank top, for he was in his big brass bed at the time.
1: You're going to need more than that, Steve, now that you're back here on Earth. It's much colder down here,
0: said the orphans. Ho ho ho, said Steve. I feel not the cold, for I am a heavenly creature. Now that I've been to heaven, I am all powerful. And he pointed his finger and zapped a tree and lit on fire. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Burning bush. Yep, exactly. That's where that came from. Yep. Shout out. Shout Reference. out, Prince yep. of Egypt. Now, I understand there are some orphans here who need a present. Me, 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 me. They me, all me, said, me, 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 bouncing up and downingly. Well, Steve said, and he hoisted the giant bulging sack over his shoulders and smashed it onto the ground. The presents are all yours, Steve said. Just get in the bag to see them. Okay, the orphan said, and they started to climb into the bag. Wait, a voice cried out. Could it be? There, over the hill. A second Steve Jobs? That man is an imposter, Steve said. A second beam of light shot across, and a second Steve came running towards him with a second matchstick girl, and just as they did the visage of the first matchstick girl, and Steve melted into one face. Bill! His grotesque red horn sprouted forth from his disgusting head. Yeah. His fleshy body <laughs> swelled and squirmed. Inside my sack was just Surface Book Pro 2s. And more affordable computers and a google chromebook don't listen children don't listen steve said and the orphans covered their
1: ears (laughs) help steve jobs help us i can't said Steve.
0: i can't i'm too weak with each description of a microsoft product steve winced Oh, Uh, oh and it was then that the orphans slowly but surely started to recite different mac products
1: wireless charger airpod iTunes gift card, the Notes app, iPad Mini. Oh! With each recitation, Bill Winston
0: grew weaker. Oh! And Steve bulged and got more muscular. Keep going, children. Keep going. MacBook, iPad, iPad. They kept iPad the reciting. Ear. Even the old orphan master got into it. Oh, I say, an iMac, an iBook. The products bolstered Steve and the matchstick girl who was sort of now like a sort of fire Pokemon next to him, sort of prowling in a circle with matchsticks sort of flaming out. No, no,
1: said Bill. No, no. MacBook Pro. Mac I Studio. Mac Air. Studio Maybe, with an M2 uh, All chip. the orphans
0: reciting every Mac product they could. It grew, Steve, to a giant size and shrunk Bill down, 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 down until he was the size yeah. of one foot Ha 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 said Steve as he drop kicked Bill out of the orphanage.
1: I'll get you Steve
0: Jobs! said Bill as he, the earth opened wide and consumed him back to the fiery pits of hell. Now, orphans said Steve like you have given me the gift of bulging muscles and a second life I have a gift for you and Out from his sack came a stream of mummies and daddies. Bill had been holding them all captive in a sort of in-between realm. Jeez, this is good, Tim.
1: Mommy! Daddy! You back! That's
0: right, said the mothers and fathers. They hugged them close and said, I'm so sorry we ever bought a Microsoft. Because what happened was all of them had bought Microsoft and Bill had he used it to suck this all into, the, into hell. Yep, got it, got it. So that's why sucked they're often, them into yep, a yep, realm, yep, yep, yep. Another realm when they were in like an electric prison. Yeah. And they said, we'll never do it again. We'll only buy Mac products from now on. And Steve, Steve smiled approvingly. And the children said,
1: oh, Steve Jobs, I don't know what we'll ever do without you. It
0: was really beautiful. And Steve smiled and said, it looks like my work here is done. Now it's time for me to return. What? Cried the orphans. But Steve, you're back on Earth now. Steve smiled and said, yes, "Yes, I know. But you understand the only way to return to Earth from heaven is to exchange a life for a life. And this little matchstick girl has got a lot of life left to live.
1: Not her! Not her! We want Steve!
0: And Steve said, are you sure? And they said, absolutely! And they took a vote, and they voted, match the girl, stay in heaven, Steve, come back. Yep. And she was cool with it, because she turned into a fire Pokemon anyway. I love this, Tim. Well done. And that's the story of how Steve Steve saved saved Christmas. Christmas. And dear listener, can I let you in on a secret? One of those little orphans was me and me wait one last thing then the joker shows up at the end the joker's like hey, 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 i got you now and then batman shows up and he's just like eat ass joker yeah. and joker's <laughs> just <laughs> like hey, hey nice six. try bra, bra. and then bill gets out of hell and he gets together with thanos and they're both like let's do the snap again and bucky barnes is there and it's merry and it's merry christmas It for the TEP Talk Christmas special. Tim, that was
1: incredible.
0: Folks, I hope you enjoyed that very special script Ted and I wrote for you. Yep. Uh, shout out Big Boy Coffee for sponsoring today's show. Shout out D Nog yes. for also, in a way, sponsoring today's show. Get yours today or build your own with our patented list. TEP Tim. Yes. Uh, I just want to say something to you, mate. Yeah. Merry Xmas, may all your Ds come T. Emmy Christmas, Ted. I hope you have a wonderful Y-tide season. Take the H with Bs of H. Folks, this is gonna be it for Tep Talk this season because uh, Ted is going to a hot spring with his dad and Kyle. Guilty, gotta race our RC boats around and around. I guess it's like a new year thing, huh? Where you guys do that, so. Yeah, it's a new year treat, yep. That's so great. Hey, did uh, Gerald get my gift, by the way? Did he get that package I left him? Uh not yet. Okay. I uh, I He should just open it. Okay. You shouldn't open it. Don't you open it. He should open it. Okay. Just stand back. Just give him some space when he opens it. All right. And folks, Tep Talk will be back in the new year. Super excited for 2024. 2024, a lot to look forward to if you're a Tep Talk listener. And if you're not a Tep Talk listener and you're not listening to this podcast, uh, go f yourself and die. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's the thing, folks. Get on the bandwagon now because you don't want to be looking back and saying, oh, why didn't I listen sooner? You've had a lot of time and now is the time to start listening. Now. It's absolutely now. This is the time to start listening. But if you listen from this episode on, uh, you're going to be lost. So go back to episode one. I don't want to hear you in this episode. If you here, you're also f- dead to me. So go f- yourself.
1: Yeah. Hey, shout out
0: Corey, by the way. Uh, very exciting. He's going to be doing college tours this spring. Oh my hey. gosh, they grow up so fast. Oh, okay, Sarah. How time goes. I thought he had already been to college. Sunrise, sunset. All right. Bye, everybody. See you next time. Bye, Tim. What a good job. I'm so impressed with what you wrote. Uh yes, me too. Wow, good job to me to writing it. Yes, you did. Yeah, I'm really impressed with what you wrote. I appreciate that. I, you know, what can I say? You know, I. Oh, we should have had Bella. And Edward be in it yeah we should have uh, next year next year next year next year next year. hey um, also by the way if you're going to be at that um, stupid POS hot spring I can sleep in the Cybertruck because Darby and Marvin I broke the refrigerator and they're both just so PO'd right now yeah yeah, yeah I know it's just um, uh, the Cybertruck's sort of full at the moment when uh, just more presents that haven't unwrapped yet <laughs> wow Gerald it's kind of pathetic isn't it how hard he's trying uh, yeah sure pathetic yep
1: I was in